This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. So, um, hello, welcome to... That Millwall podcast interactive uh, show uh, due to technical issues over at That Millwall Pod HQ. Uh, it's myself that's hosting this evening. Unfortunately, Mickey is unable to join us. Um, this evening, unfortunately, we'll be discussing um, the 1-0 defeat at Hull City today. Uh, I'm joined by my co-host and uh, was unfortunately at the game this afternoon. Ben, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Um, apart from Millwall in my weekend, but I'm all right. I, I, I just uh, still stay. I am on the train, so if I cut out every point, I do apologise, and I've just left Leeds. So uh, I need to be a little bit careful. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. So, um, guys, as usual, as as always with the with the podcast, um, if you guys want to come on, uh, there's a little button in the bottom left hand corner. Just press to request, and you can come on, and uh, we'll hear your views. Um, Ben, it's always difficult to speak after a, a, a loss, um, especially a loss that kind of feels a little bit um, damaging. What are your What are your thoughts uh, on the way back from the game? I mean, look, ultimately disappointing with the result. I've seen some differing views on Twitter whilst I've been on the train. And as a performance, it really, I, I didn't feel personally, it really wasn't that bad. We should have been 3 0 up at half time. If we'd have got in 3 0 up at half time, obviously people wouldn't have been moaning. Um, yeah, look, I mean, obviously, a very disappointing result, but I think performance wise, it, it really wasn't that bad. We were the better. Oh, I think I may, we may have lost Ben. Um, as I said, he's on the train. David, I can see that you've requested. I'll, um, I will get you in. Ben may uh, pop back at any time. So, uh, David, you should be live now. Uh, you are muted. If you unmute yourself and fire away. Hi, Stephen. Nice to talk to you again. Oh, hey. I wasn't yeah. sure. I wasn't sure if it was you, but um, but no. Feel free to, to. The floor is yours. Well, the first thing to say was I didn't. I wasn't at the game, and I didn't see it all. I have seen some of the highlights now, and I've also heard the Gary Rowett um, post match. Um, sort of interview on the on the on the website. I think the, um, the the feeling I've got is that we've kind of using up some of the. We're, we're getting the bad luck now that we 
possibly deserve, given the fact that we've been using a lot of good luck in in other games when we've got across the line and played probably a lot worse than we did this afternoon. I'm thinking, for example, of the the game against um, Swansea, the game perhaps even against Reading in recent, you know, the recent ones. Um, and I am pretty upset, like most of us, that we didn't get anything out of the game. But hopefully in the cold light of day, we'll realise that we're still in a great position. And I think we, we've got a fantastic opportunity on Saturday to really put it all right. The big worry, I think, for everybody is the fact that we just cannot score goals at the moment. I mean, that's that's worrying. And I think on Sky, I didn't listen to it. That uh, I think it was, uh, Mor- was it Morrison or whoever it was who was commentating said, you know, if you keep Fleming and Bradshaw quiet, you keep Mill quiet. And I think that is quite a worry. But on balance, I think, you know, we've still got a really good chance and we shouldn't get sort of over-despondent about it all. No, I think what's disappointing, I think, today is today was um, a better performance, I think, than the Luton game. It was a better performance, I think, overall than uh, than the West Brom game, although I did think in the second half we played very well there. Um, the chances that we created, I mean, I, I, I did see the game and it, it's... It's quite baffling how we haven't actually scored today. And I know, you know, people will point the finger at maybe the January transfer window and the players that were brought in maybe not um, being quite up to the standard. But yeah. the the overriding the, the the overriding fact is is that today um, we've we've played well. We have played well. We haven't won the game, and everything that all of the hard work that had been done where. You know the grinding out the result at West Brom that that was a big point, and now it it feels like that all of that hard work has just kind of been has just kind of been thrown out thrown out the window. Um, ben is back, uh, my co-host. I know he's on and off the train, so uh, yeah. Sorry, mate. I don't know if you caught any of what I said. No, but ca- go on, ca- carry on. Um, I think I just caught the back end of what you were saying there, mate. But I mean. Yeah, I've seen a few different views on Twitter since since full time, but you know, as a way performances go, it's one of the better ones I've seen from us personally. Um, we did everything but score today. Um, we should have been three 0 up half time at least. If we'd have gone in three 0 up half time, they went moaned. I don't think the they started well. They were bright for the first fifteen twenty minutes, and then it was all us really. Um, we thought the Burke chance was in, the one that hit the bar. He had another chance where he, he put straight down Darlow's throat and probably should have done a bit better than that. But yeah, and I, I think on as a as a whole, we did everything that scores today. We just needed some we just needed it to hit someone on the arse or something just to go in because it felt like one of those days. But I think as a performance we really weren't that bad today at all. No, I look, I think when the problem we have as fans and I think most clubs are the same, but I think Millwall fans are are, are, are certainly a, a different type of breed in this sense that you lose a game and it all, it it almost feels like it's the end of the world. I've been incredibly downbeat after the game, so I can't really I can't really talk. But it, it's more from a, a point of view that Preston scored a late goal to to get three points. Blackburn scored a late goal to to earn a point, which I don't necessarily with the Blackburn result. I don't think that necessarily is going to count for too much because. I think their run of fixtures is going to hinder them. But with teams around us having that ability to score late goals, I mean, 
the optimism when the board went up for seven minutes. I, I really thought we were going to we were going to score. Um, I mean, in terms of the performance, I agree with you, Ben. I think we played very well. I think we created a lot of chances. I think Oliver Burke had his best game in a Mill shirt this spell. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I think the having Billy Mitchell back in the middle was um I think that was a breath of fresh air. I, I like Ryan Leonard. I think he's played very well over the last couple of weeks, but I think having Billy Mitchell in there uh, certainly from a from a calm point of view, he, he he keeps the game ticking over. He doesn't look panicked, he doesn't look rushed, which sometimes I think Leonard Leonard does. Um as always, guys, if anybody has any views, if you want to join the show, um, just like David and Ben have, if you just request in the bottom corner, we're more than happy to we're more than happy to get you on and, and hear your views. Um, sorry, go on, David. Sorry. Do you think? Do you think there was some discussion I've heard on in other another um, in other uh, other areas about bringing it essay on to begin with, or at least starting him? Do you think? Do you think that's a something we should now think about or do you think Burke is definitely worth given the fact that what you from what you say Ben he played well today that we should give him another chance on on Saturday or do you think SA who clearly has got great skill and 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 has got a huge amount of talent might fire the crowd up and yeah like I think that we all know the quality that SA or we hope that he's gonna possess right um but just on the Burke piece, I've been being his biggest critic. I don't think he does enough. Today it was the best I've seen him play. Um, pretty much all of our, all the good things that happened in the first half came through Burke. Um, and as I say, I'm very critical of him. I think he needs to do more when he gets his opportunity. But he was very good today. He calls, he, he played right and left. Rowett kept switching him. Um, around but certainly when SO come on he went out to the left hand side but he calls both full backs problems all day his pace is well we all know how quick he is but he was so direct today um, and it, that he just lacked that final product in the, in the, in the final third um, he should have had a brace in the first half there's no doubt about it That the, the one that hit the bar he's just got a score for me Um and the chance before that, as I said, he stuck it down Darlow's throat. I think it's one of those ones, if it goes a yard either side, it probably goes in. Um, but yeah, it was his best performance I've seen. I know you just said in this spell, Stephen, but I, I think it's the best performance I've seen from him in a Millwall shirt. Yeah, I, I mean, perhaps, uh, to be honest with you, I can't really remember much of what he did in the in the first spell, so I'm only really basing it on... No, basing it on this this time round. Um, going back to David, your point around Romain Essay, I think there's an argument to play both. I think you could start with Burke on the left, Essay on the right. We all know that Rowett is perhaps more um, start solid and then look to to change things if if it's not going so well. And George Honeyman and Vogel Samer obviously give you defensive cover. So I think that's perhaps why they get picked more frequently because he's more worried about the defending side of things rather than going forward. But in a game like Saturday, I think Preston have won five out of their last six. They've rocketed up the table. I think the only t- the only team they lost to was Middlesbrough. I think they had a man sent off. So th- that kind of explains why that's their only loss. I think you can't go gung-ho. I, I don't expect us to go gung-ho, but I don't think we can sit there and, and allow perhaps them to play. I think we need to kind of match fire with fire. And I would start 
after today, I would I would absolutely keep Burke in the first team on the left, and I'd get SA in on the right hand side. I know. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say that it's interesting talking about Preston. If you look at the results, look at the games they've had. They've had. I, I may be wrong, probably am, but I think that they've had quite straightforward games in the last four or five, and they've got they've picked up results, which is to their credit, and good luck to them for doing it. But if you look at their run-in, they've actually got some pretty tough games over the next four or five. After playing us, I think I'm right, they may even have to play Sheffield United or Burnley. You know, they've got a few tough games, and their run-in is, is actually now quite difficult, as is, of course, Blackburn's. Blackburn have got a very tough game, tough run-in, with, ending with us, of course, on the last day of the season. I'm not suggesting that we're going to do it. I think, as you, well, you'll know, that my, my belief is that we, we will make the playoffs and I still feel we can make, we should make the playoffs because we're still in a very good position with the next four games, in my view, perfectly winnable. There's no reason why we shouldn't win, you know, get really good results out of the next four. I'm not saying we're going to win all four. There's absolutely no reason we're playing Preston on Saturday. Hopefully we'll be up for it. We've got Birmingham at home. Wigan away. Yes, I know we've got bad record against them, you know, but we've had bad records against other teams this season and have done well. And then, and I think we've got Blackpool away. So it's not, you know, it's not, it's still very much in our hands. And although we're all very depressed about losing to Hull and we shouldn't have lost, I still think we've got to keep a sense of perspective. I think I think the biggest problem is is that whilst Preston, I'll use Preston as, as the example, while while they have, may have to play a couple of tough fixtures, I know they have to play Blackburn and I know they have, obviously have to play us in their running. But they're coming into the running with momentum. We're 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 yeah. coming into the we're going into the running. Um, we haven't scored in our last four games, and that includes playing teams that are towards the bottom of the division. We all know that Huddersfield um, under Neil Warnock have become a little bit of a, a little bit of an animal. Um, he's he's working a miracle. Maybe that result isn't as bad as what what uh, it seemed at the time. Yeah. But when you're not scoring goals and you've taken two points from 12 and the teams that are trying to chase you have taken 15 from 18, I think that's where, that's where me personally, that's why I have a concern because they're coming to the den, a place that should be notoriously difficult to, to come and play. And, and, and they're coming to win. They are, they are coming to win that game. And, and we're at a position now where we're we're fighting for our lives to cling on to that spot, and it's it's just not the position that we should really find ourselves in. No, no, I agree. I mean, we shouldn't be in that position because we we really had set it up so well. Um, I mean, until the Huddersfield game, we looked pretty nailed on, in my view. Um, that was that was a terrible loss. I mean, Huddersfield, I thought was shocking that day, uh, but did did enough, and they did to us what we have done to other teams throughout the season. So we haven't got any complaints about getting beaten by them but and I agree with you that the, the striking the, the lack of goals is the, is the major worry yes we're defensively pretty solid and and um you know we're still not conceding very often which is which is good I think I think the difference about the Preston game was until to, is this that until today I think Preston had to come to Millwall to win I think the way things are at the moment is that if Preston get a point against us on Saturday I think they'll be very satisfied with that point, whereas we may not be. And I think that's 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 the difference in our positions. So um that's also of concern. But I do think that um we've 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 got a great we've still got a really good chance and I don't think we should sort of, you know, sort of push ourselves into thinking anything different and making it and, and, and being too despondent because that would seem 
and the performance. No, absolutely. I mean, guys, I'm obviously recording this on behalf of the podcast. So uh, it's the normal show. It's just obviously on my account, not through um, the pod account. So if you'd like to get involved, um, say press the request button on the bottom left hand side and we'll get you on just like David has. Um, ben is dipping in and out again. He's on his train back from the game. So uh, we'll get him on as and when we can. Um, there is a question that we've had come in from um, McCallum MFC. How far away is Bennett and Bury as Tyler scored at Calmont Road the other day? Um, Mason Bennett, I think, by all accounts, I might be wrong here, was was close to being fit, but I think he had a collision with the goal frame in, in training or something that, that has kind of put him behind. Tyler Bury, I'm not sure on. I think he may have he may be okay the running the only issue i would i would say with 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 both of those more so um tyler bury is yes i think we would it would be beneficial to have as many players available as possible however i wouldn't want tyler bury to come back into the setup and replace remain essay um i think you know bury does have pace he does have that directness similar to what we saw from burke today but i think you have to persist with Romain Essay. You can't limit his his game time personally. Um, ben, welcome back. What did you make of Essay when he come on this afternoon? Obviously got half an hour today. Yeah, very bright. Um, for a young man whose composure on the ball is, is of real quality, um, he sat the, the, the fullback down a couple of times, showed a great bit of skill. Don't think he gave it away at all. Um, I think like everyone today it was just again that that end product and cross just needed to be a little bit better. Um, but yeah, he, he was really bright. There, there wasn't a bad performance in the team today. I've got to be honest. Um, it's interesting that you say that because I'm going to ask you um, uh, your opinion. Obviously, you were there. I, I did watch the game, but you you were there live. It's probably easier to t- see things when you're at the ground. What did you make of Zian Fleming's performance this afternoon? Seems to be coming up with a little bit of criticism over the last couple of weeks um, due to his, perhaps, lack of involvement. What do you make of him? Yeah, I mean, it's something that we've spoken about, right? I think after we did our, our Swansea review, yep. and it was something that I, I, I'd mentioned. I said I thought his form had dipped. He got on the ball a lot more today. I think playing with Billy Mitchell and Savile really helps him. I caught the end of what you had said before, Stephen, and just in terms of Mitchell in the midfield, always looks to pass the feet as his first option. He got on the ball a lot today, Fleming. Again, he's just, he's just lacking a spark for me at the minute. And I don't know if it's just coming to the end of a, a hard, grueling championship first season for him. I, I want him to do more, and I, I, I want him to make a killer pass a bit more often he's very one thing I did notice today and it wasn't just him but his I saw his lack of desire to want to give it to Murray Wallet. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com 
Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So when he was bombing on down the left-hand side, and we, I think we've spoken about it a few times, that he he's obviously got such a good footballing brain that he expects others and players around him to have the same ability, I think. Yeah. Um, and he was doing it again today. It was like times that he was pointing, whether it be to Honeyman or to Wallace, he wanted him to make that run. It was a couple of times that Wallace got on the ball and Fleming was clearly showing for, for feet and there was one particular time that he, he kind of got in a nice pocket of space and Wallace just rolled it down the line thinking he was going to make that run. Um, but yeah, look, he's clearly our best player. We need him to be doing more. I think his form has... Um, but he, he didn't have a bad performance um, somebody, I read somewhere, Ben, that, or somebody was saying that they thought that he was finding it hard, harder because the Eredivisie doesn't have as many games, I don't think, as we do. And it's a long old season. And perhaps the, you know, perhaps that's caught up with him a bit in terms of fitness. And he's dwelling a bit on the ball in a way that he did earlier on in the season. But, and, and a sort of, he, then he sort of, during the season, he seems to have overcome that, but now has gone back to maybe taking a bit too long to make the pass and to, well on the ball. Did you see that today, or was that? No, was that... I, I think in recent weeks, David. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I don't think that was the case today. I think, again, generally, that the whole team, we, we we had a bit of zip about us today. And then I know some people, everyone's entitled to their own opinions, but I I felt like there was a lot of good performances today. Um, I didn't see that. I didn't feel like that was the case. I didn't feel like he was hanging on to it for a bit too long. And, it was it was passages of play today that, that were up there. It was just it was, we played really good shot at times, um, but I, yeah, I don't feel like I I felt like I was dwelling on it too much. Um, just I can see a couple of the regular listeners to the show. Um, hi, Ricky and um, Jason. If guys, as always, if you wanna if you wanna come on, just press the um, request button on the bottom left hand side, and we'll we'll get you on and 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 voice your your opinion. I think it's interesting with Fleming because. On another day, the little dinked cross over to Oliver Burke, which obviously he hit the crossbar, would be an assist. And I think it was Fleming that had the shot in the second half from just on the edge of the box where he tried to sort of bend and whip it into the top corner. And we all know that the whole goalkeeper had a, had a, a very good game. On another day, Fleming goes home with a goal and assist. We score two goals and win the game. It's just interesting that I think the expectation on him as an individual is is sky high. I think most people are looking at him going, right, come on and do something. You know, you're the main man. X, Y, Z, you've got to play a pass, you've got to find a goal, you've got to do something. And it just seems to me that it, it, it might be that he's running out of steam. There's more games in the era, in the championship than the era de Vizzi, but it's just... At the moment, it's like he's waiting for something to happen rather than him go and make something happen. Just just on him running out of steam as well, Stephen. I don't know if you picked it up. Probably didn't, but it was something I did late on in the game. Hull had a breakaway. I don't think he gave the ball away for him, but he was the one who was tracking back to try and either make the foul or the tackle on the whole player. Hmm. If, he's, if he's running out of legs in the 95th minute when we're trying to score, he's not making that run 
to try and yeah just get the ball back um but yeah i think everything we said there is spot on i think that's something that i agree with in a sense that i think we're always expecting him to be the guy that we're turning to right and we when we need that spark we're looking at him to, to, to produce it and as you said quite easily today you could have been walking away from a goal one or two assists um so maybe we've been a, a little bit harsh but I think you know, that, that expectation on him is high and rightly so that we are looking at him for a little bit more when we're t- a, a, as a team struggling for goals right Absolutely. JJ, I will come back to that question that you've you sent me. It is a very important um, topic. I think it's something that does need to be discussed. However, Stephen, uh, I can see that you've um, requested, so you should be on now. Just make sure to unmute your mic and whenever you're ready, um, far away. Hello, Stephen. Oh, me, you're talking to Yeah, me. yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, I've just invited you in. I was saying, fire away when you're ready. I was just watching Wolves and uh, Burnley and Sheffield United. Um, yeah, I've got a few things to say, a bit a, a bit repetitive. Thank you for putting this on, by the way. Um, and I'm really quite incensed about it, but there's very little we can do about it now. And I'm probably, some of you might have heard me say this before, but I'm quite, um, first of all, we're fifth in the league. And um, as I said earlier, if someone would have said to any Millwall fan eight months ago, you'll be fifth in the league, it'll be in your own hands, I don't think not that everyone would have grabbed that, would have taken that a million miles an hour. Um, I don't actually agree with one of the previous speakers when he said Preston Preston do need to come and win, because if Preston don't win and they draw, they're below us. So I, I feel that Preston will come and they will try and win. Um, and it's that time of year. Um, I agree with the, the previous speaker who said, the four matches we've got are really winnable, for, for God's sake. Preston, I agree, have got a ridiculous rally, really. They've got us. They've got Swansea away, who we know are not a walkover. They've got Blackburn. But now, Preston and Blackburn can't both win. They've got Sheffield United, and they've got Sunderland. And some of them haven't completely taken themselves out of it yet. So there's going to be a few more twists and turns. I think the thing, sorry to go on, that aggravates me the most about anything is our lack of... We got rid of four centre-forwards in the last 18 months. We got rid of John Daddy. I know he was no good, but there was a time when Gary Rout was picking him in front of Bradshaw. Matt Smith went. Benekophobi went. Alaphi went. Four... Now... I know we didn't sign Nesbitt um, at Christmas um, in, in the January window, uh, but I'm just a bit disappointed that we never really had a plan B because I think, actually, if we don't make it, and I think we probably will, it's going to be the fact that we haven't got a striker, another striker, um, because uh, I'm not a big fan of Vogelsammer. Um I don't think he's ever going to win a game for us. So we've really got one centre forward at the club, but we got rid of four. So, yeah, I've covered a few things there, but I think we're in a fantastic position. And I, as a Millwall fan, that been the 60-odd years, I'd have settled for this. Fifth in our own hands coming into the last five games. 
Well said, Stephen, and a great bit of positivity there. I think, I'll be honest with you, I think there's going to be a lot of discussion uh, on your point, Stephen, regarding the transfer window and the striker situation. I agree that um, that the... I don't think the club showed a lack of ambition. They tried to get Nesbitt. Nesbitt was the one that, that they wanted. He was the one, clearly, that, that was was the, the guy that was going to be brought in to score some more goals. As it's turned out, I don't know how much he's actually playing in Scotland and, and perhaps the club made made a, the right decision there. Um, and Bradshaw, since Christmas, has scored a few. So, it, 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 you know, would Bradshaw have been, you know, would Bradshaw have had the game time? I, I don't know. But a centre forward, sorry to interrupt you. That's I'm right. a great believer that, a, you know, I watch all the football. I love football. You know, a centre forward, and we're the only club probably with only one centre forward in the whole of the championship. They all want to be challenged, and they need to be challenged. But if they're not having a good game, we've got we can bring someone else on. I mean, last year we did it with a phobie. We did it with a phobie and Smith. I just feel that, and I'm not not a Bradshaw fan. I think he's done all right, but we're so dependent on him. And the longer he goes with not scoring, because he's the only centre forward, the more pressure there is on him. I think it was a bad move. I think we should have got someone in. Even last minute, someone on that, that guy, Jordan Hugo, whatever his name was, all the mil, loads of Millwall on social media was slagging him off. And he got two goals for Rotherham. Take him on loan. What difference? We needed another centre forward. I, I, I would agree. I think um, <clears throat> I think that's certainly going to be something if we don't make the top six. That's going to be in yeah. the in the in, in the post mortem, if you will, at the end of yeah. the season. That's definitely going to be something. No, I hope. I, and the thing is, the thing is, if we, if we, um, if we, you know, if we do make the top six, you know, for me, that's it is a good season. It, you know, obviously, you want to go on and and and, sure. and and get promoted, but it, it is a good season. However, I think I'm still optimistic that we're gonna, whether we will do it. It's still in our hands, and, and you know, yeah. we've oh, got yeah, to well. we've got to believe in that. However. I think there's certain questions now that's being raised that the club and probably Gary Rowett could do could do without. If had we have won today, had we have won against Luton or, or picked up a result against West Brom and the points t- situation, nobody would have been talking about the business in January. But because it's the the run of form that we're on, those questions have crept back in, and I think it's something they could do without. But it, they've only really um, really got themselves to blame. I think you're just on that, Stephen. I think you're spot on there. I. If, if we make it into the top six, no one's going to be talking about it. But there, we I think again we did a show. We certainly did the spaces on the January on the January business. We don't know because the club aren't overly. What's the word? Suspicious comings in. No, 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 not that, Steve. No, they're not. Ben, I think I'm losing. We're losing you because you're you're on the train, mate. No, I think he's. I think he's. As I say, Ben's on the way back from from the game, and he's, he's messaged me privately to say that his phone's dying. So if he does get back on, we'll obviously get him back in. Um, one thing I will talk about, Stephen. Um, I'll ask you, and I'll obviously I'll weigh in with my opinion. JJ sent in. Uh, interested to know everyone's thoughts on the Bart versus Long debate. Personally, I think Bart is better, but too late in the season to swap it now. Could it be one of the main reasons why we could miss out this year? Um. Where do you what what are your thoughts on the the Bart and Long debate, Stephen? Me, Stephen. Yes, you. Yeah. 
I'm not really involved in that debate. I, you know, I think we've all said it before. We know Bart's a great shot stopper. Every time he got the ball, he was dribbling about with it. My heart was in my mouth. Um, not a big fan. He, what goalkeepers do make mistakes. I think Long has been pretty good, actually, if I'm honest. I know there's, I think, against Norwich, I think he got found out through the free kick. I don't think he's been disastrous. I like Long's kicking and Bart's shot stopping. It doesn't quite work like that. I don't think it's going to be the difference between us getting into the playoffs and not getting into the playoffs, whichever one um, is is the goalkeeper. You know, I think of some of the goalkeepers. I think of Jordan Archer, who I wasn't a fan of, and I think, blimey, this is, you know, this is great. So we've had some pretty poor goalkeepers. We've had some great goalkeepers as well over the years. From Alex Stepney downwards, Laurie Lays, we've had some wonderful goal. Brian King, great goalkeepers. I don't think there's an awful lot to choose between them. I think they've got different qualities they bring to the game. And it, I'm, I'm not that, I'm not really involved in that debate. I, I think, you know, it wouldn't bother me. I fact would probably go with Long because I think he's less susceptible to making one of these really stupid mistakes that Bart does. So I think, I, I certainly think that there was a spell in the season where I think it was the run of fixtures. I think Sunderland, uh, yeah. long come out for a long come out for a free kick, yeah. and yeah. the guy headed it in. And I think yeah. you can't necessarily look. Goalkeepers are in a position where they're hero or the villain. I.e., today their goalkeepers won them the game. There's no two but ways out of the match. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was. Their keepers won them the game. Next week he could drop across. They lose the game, and he's the villain. But exactly. It's it is a difficult position. What I would say on 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 Bart, and uh, I do think perhaps that he could have come back in after a couple of games that that goals that were conceded. It's very difficult to blame goalkeeper. I'm I've you know I've never been a goalkeeper. It's a, the call my coordination. I just wouldn't be able to do it, and I understand it's difficult. But I don't think it's one of the main reasons why. Perhaps we may or may not make the playoffs. No. However, however, I do think that long term, if George Long is going to be the number one and they're not going to look to make a signing or a replacement, I do think that the over the summer and moving forward, that work has to be done on, on shots from distance. Because much like Jordan Archer, when Jordan, most of the goals that Jordan Archer conceded and was, was kind of slaughtered for was yeah. from distance where he'd get a yeah. hand to it, but he wasn't strong enough to, to palm it out. Yeah. And I yeah. get the feeling that George Long, again, I'm not comparing him to Jordan Archer because he's he is a much better goalkeeper all round. But I think from distance, those kind of failings are still there with him and moving forward, that's going to have to be rectified. But to, to answer your question, JJ, I, I'll, I'll ask Ben his opinion as well. I don't think it'd be the difference between us making the playoffs or not. But I think... But I think that the ship has sailed to get him back in now. I don't, I can't, unless he unless he gets a red card or an injury. Yeah. I don't think we'll see Bart. Ben, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's not a. I'm, I'm a massive George Long fan. I really like him. Um, I was chatting to chaps at half time, and my view on why Long gets so much stick. Is purely because we've got Bart at the club. Yeah. That's going to sound really weird. Yeah. That if we didn't have Bart there and Long was our out and out number one, and 
I just don't think he would get as much stick as he does. I think everyone's look. Bob obviously has been brilliant for us. I I see. I I, I like. I think today we've got to look more at why we weren't pressing the ball and why we let the geezer run 10, 15 yards and get a shot off rather than long not saving the shot. That's my opinion. Mm. I don't think it's going to cost us. I think I can, you can. he won us the game against Sheffield United. He made three unbelievable Golden Bank saves. And I know people will argue that's his job. I get it, but I like long. I don't see any problem with him um, being in goal. I do think what you just said, though, soon, I think it needs to be he does seem to be susceptible to a long distance effort, which is which is weird because I do think he's a good shot. Yeah, there as well. I mean, it's quite amazing, really, because on a slightly different thing, Huddersfield beat us one nil. They had one shot on target. We lost today one nil, and I think there was one shot on target. Now that's a little bit unlucky, isn't it? It, it is. I mean, look, I think the Huddersfield game, as we've all said, and I've seen so many tweets, if it. Everyone that's been following Millwall for long enough knew that Huddersfield were going to roll into town and do a job on us. And Neil Warnock was going to roll <laughs> into town and do a job on us. And lo and behold, Neil Warnock done his job and, and, and they beat us. And that, that 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 result, I don't pay too much attention to that result because in their run of fixtures, they've, they've drawn with Norwich, they beat us, they beat Middlesbrough, they beat Watford. And they've taken a point at, against Blackburn today. So yeah. fine, you know, they're, they're on a resurgence. When you are losing games 1-0 and it's one shot on target, the the team are doing their job for 89 minutes, essentially, really. Yeah. But the one minute that they're not doing their job, you go behind. And, and yeah. I, I think that ultimately they had a player that was able to put the ball in the back of the net this afternoon and we wasn't. So, and that's what it's all about, putting the ball in the back it, of the net. Exactly. And if you don't do it, you, you, you don't win games. Um, Rambo, I've, you've sent a couple of, um, couple of tweets in... Uh, GR does seem to prefer juggling two of Honeyman, Burke, Watmore, and Vogelsauer. Read somewhere that Honeyman picked up a hamstring strain today, so hopefully Raul will be brave and play SA from the off. And at the start of the season, I would beat your arm off to be fifth and destiny in our own hands, but not after a run of four games. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.